This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you have an encounter with God as you listen to this message. We thank you right now that even as we study your word this morning, that you minister to us by your spirit. I make it known to your children, Lord, that I'm not trusting on my own human intellect, but I'm depending upon you, Spirit of God, to speak forth the word with power and with anointing. And Lord, I promise to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor for all that you will do and accomplish through your word this day. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Hallelujah. Well, we thank God uh, for His grace. Hallelujah. Turn to somebody and uh, say to them, I am the highly favored of the Lord. Hallelujah. You may be seated. God bless you. Amen. Praise God. Now, today we are continuing on our subject, Live on the Bright Side of Life. Patre. We're doing part three today. Live on the bright side of life. Now we see here that every day when we wake up, we are faced with two choices. To live our lives on the dark side of life or on the bright side of life. Yeah, have you heard and have you seen people, you meet with them and say, Hey, today it's really a left it's really like a left you know today I woke up you know uh, what how do you translate that I woke up on the left side you know that, that hey things are not working out well for me yeah and so when people say that today I woke up on the left side I said you know then go back and then turn and then now wake up again on the right side <laughs> now every day you have a choice you have a choice that you want to live your life on the dark side of life or you want to live your life on the bright side of life yeah now we can look and concentrate on the challenges that we face on the failures that are around us or we can concentrate on the possibilities and the blessings of God yeah I mean the best thing and the best blessings that blessing that we can see is when you wake up you say God I am alive God I can breathe you know God I am awake that is a blessing amen you know and if God can start you with that blessing then you can look forward to even greater blessings during the day uh, that things are going to be well for you. Now that is living on the bright side of life. Uh, instead of when you wake up and then you'll be thinking, Oh, I didn't buy bread yesterday. You know, what are the kids going to eat this morning? And so forth. Uh, just concentrate on what God is doing. And the possibilities and the blessings that God has given you already. Amen. 
We can look at what the devil is doing or we can look at what God is doing. You know, you, you make a choice. Every one of us make choices. You know, decide every morning that you can look at what the devil is doing. Oh, look at this. Today he's doing this. Today he's doing that. You know, the other day he's doing that. Oh, you can look at what God is doing. You know, look at uh, the blessings that God is pouring upon our lives. You know, how God is taking care of us. Yeah. And so, that is a choice that we make every day. Every day when we wake up, that do we choose to look at what the devil is doing? Or do we choose to look at what God is doing? Yeah. Now, whatever you look on, grows in you. Yeah. Whatever you focus your attention on, it grows in you. Yeah. And whatever you wisely ignore, it fades away. It loses impact on you. Amen? Yeah. And, and so, that's what we need to be understanding in our lives. Uh, that whatever I focus on, that thing is just going to grow in me. It's just going to be big in me. It's just going to be uh, growing bigger and bigger in me. And, and whatever I ignore, it, it will just fade away from me. Yeah. Yeah. And so, we need to understand that I need to be wise. And wise on what is it that I am focusing on you know what is it that i want to grow in me you know if i am focusing on uh, oh everybody is getting infected or everybody the hospitals are getting full if i am concentrating on that it's just going to grow in me you know and what is going to grow in me is that oh i'm going to be next you know, oh, uh, maybe, you know, maybe I'm the next one. And then you wake up in the morning, you feel a lump, a little lump here. And then you feel like, <coughs> you see, hey, and then can real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or you, you get a headache, you know, a slight headache. And then they say, hey. I wonder this headache, why is it going, why is it coming up? And then it started here, and now I see, I have been tracing it. Yeah, I have been looking at it too much. I've been tracing it, it's coming this side now. And now it starts to grow on you. Yeah. And, and, uh, and then now what happens? Fear comes in. You know, it begins to grip you and say, Oh, you need to be careful. This is what is going to happen to you. Yeah. And so, what you focus on grows in you. You know, but what do you, f uh, you know, that's why God says that cast all your cares upon the Lord, for He cares for you. He does not want you to focus on your cares, He wants you to cast them unto the Lord. Amen. You know, now when you cast it, you you are throwing it unto God. And then from there you forget about it. 
Yeah, you forget about it because it is in God's hands. Yeah. Look here, there are some things that by worrying you will never change them. Yeah, by spending your time worrying and thinking about them, you will never change them. But when you take them and you place them in the hands of God, you know that they are in good hands. You know that God is taking care of them. You know that God will handle the situation. Amen. And all that you do, you just focus on God. You focus on the presence of God. You focus on what God is doing. Hallelujah. And so, whatever you look on grows in you. And whatever you wisely ignore fades away. It loses impact on you. Yeah. I tell people that in our times we are watching too much TV. Yeah, I heard somebody they were interviewing, and then it was on live, uh, uh, you know, radio, and then he was saying, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't watch too much TV. Yeah, I mean about this coronavirus and so forth. Oh, happening here. This is what is happening. There is a new epicenter. There is just forget about that. Yeah, you don't have to be watching uh, TV. 24 hours, you know, every time it's on news. Change the program. Are you listening to me? Yeah, you can spend maybe just for 30 minutes just to be abreast of what is happening. And then from there, change the program. You know, what's program about flower, flowers growing and, you know, how they are? Yeah, what's something like that? Amen. Yeah, what's the Popeye? Maybe that's better off. What's the Popeye? Here is Mickey Mouse chasing, you know, watch it. Enjoy life. Instead of concentrating, I wonder how many are dying today. Enjoy life. Amen. You know, what's about the lions uh, chasing a cheetah or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, if there is something to watch, watch that. You know, and of course, we watch the word of God. We watch the live stream. Amen. We feed our spirit. Hallelujah. Because that is building us up. Amen. And so, whatever you feed grows, and whatever you starve dies. Whatever you feed grows. And whatever you stuff dies. Yeah. Now, if there is so much negativity, just ignore it. You know, just ignore it. Act as if it's not there. And it will die. Because you're not feeding it. Yeah, it won't affect you. Because you're not feeding it. And you follow image. Now, let's look at Psalm 23 verse 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Yeah. Now, this is the psalmist he's talking about. He's talking to God here. You know, declaring what God is doing. Hallelujah. 
He says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Yeah. So, that is so much good. Prepare a table, what does that mean? You, know, you prepare a table that God set table for you. You know, he set it up for you. That there, there is a table, it's a lot of food on it. It is right there on the table. What's your favorite food? Malamhodu. Eh? Ngata. Spadro. Spadro. Eh? Spadro. Eh? Minatlana. Yeah. And then your favorite food is there and there. Uh, foods, all kinds of food in there. And, you know, juice and everything. It's in there. The table is set. Beautiful. Nice soup. It's hot. And, you know, uh, everything is there. And so there's a table. God prepares it. And then it says here that He prepares it in the presence of your enemies. Your enemies are here. So, it's your enemies here. It's your table here. Now, what are you going to concentrate on? Eh? Yeah. What are you going to concentrate on? No. The issue is, when God serves you food, that is blessing, he does it in the presence of your enemies. Right? Yeah. Now, your enemies wants to hurt you. you know, they want to attack you. They want to come against you. Yeah. And uh, on the other side, God has provided food for you. Yeah. So, you can go ahead and feast. Or you can concentrate on the presence of your enemies. The choice is yours. Yeah. You, can, you cannot enjoy your feast if you are concerned about the presence of your enemies. Yeah. Are you going to eat like this? Yeah. While you are watching, you are eating. And then you are watching at the same time. Yeah. You won't enjoy food, right? You know, uh, even, you will even swallow bones. You know, because you are not concentrating. You are not enjoying this. Yeah. And so, uh, you have a, a choice to make. Yeah. You cannot enjoy your feast if you are concerned about the presence of your enemies. It is easy for God to take away enemies before you. You know, before he can even feed you. Yeah. I mean, he, it's him who provided a table, right? The Bible says he set a table in the presence of your enemies. So it is God who provided the table, who gave you those blessings. You know, but God who gave you those blessings uh, could have, before he even prepared the table for you, he could have uh, dealt with the enemies. But he doesn't. Eh? Yeah. It's easy for God to take away your enemies before he can feed you. But God goes ahead and feeds you while your enemies are there. 
So what are your enemies? Your enemies might not be necessary people. You know. But your enemies, your number one enemy is the devil. Your enemy might be sickness and death. Your enemy might be death. Your enemy might be poverty. Yeah. And there might be coronavirus happening all around you and threatening your life. You know, are you going to concentrate on it or are you going to enjoy the goodness of the Lord? There might be death happening all around you. Yeah. Are you going to concentrate on death or are you going to concentrate on the life that God gives? On the life that God promised? There might be lack and poverty all around you. Are you going to concentrate on lack and poverty or are you going to concentrate on the provision of God that God has provided, that God has given you His provision? Now, how do you concentrate on God? You concentrate on God by concentrating on His weight. You know, when you focus on His weight, you are concentrating on God. God and His weight are one. Yeah. And so, when you take the word of God, and you concentrate on God, you, your mind will be focused on what God can do, and on what God will do. You know that God will handle every challenge that is coming your way. That the God who provided a table for you, in the presence of your enemies, that, you know what, your enemies are in the hands of God. That God will handle your enemies. You know, you just focus on what He has provided for you. You know, that He will handle all the issues. So you are trusting Him to take care of every challenge that is coming your way. You are enjoying His provision while you are trusting Him that He will take care of every challenge that comes your way. That God is able to do that. Amen? Yeah. And so you concentrate on His way. You know, you look in, unto His way and you say, God, your word says this. I'll, I believe it and I take it and I apply it in my life. When you share of so many people contracting the virus, even dying of it, you should choose to... You should choose to take God's word that says, by his stripes we are healed. Amen? You know, you take the word of God that says, by the stripes of Jesus we are healed. You know, you're concentrating on his way. Yes, the enemy of the virus is there around you. But you're concentrating on what God has provided. And what God has provided is that by His stripes you are healed. Yeah. And so you concentrate on that. That every virus that touches my body dies in Jesus name. And people will be accusing and say, oh you are naive. You know. And you say, you see this naiveness is working for me. Allow me to be naive then. You know, because I believe the word of God. 
and the word of God is working and that by the stripes of Jesus I am healed and that every virus that touches my body dies in Jesus name I declare that I believe that I walk in it and it's working for me that is the word of God amen yeah and have you noticed that it is you know people people that are that are uh, maybe uh, that can be classified as ignorant those are the people that are living those are the people that are doing well yeah because they haven't learned of this and it's not working against them but it is the enlightened that are having a problem you know and it is the enlightened that are dying it is a by the way <laughs> so let us if we are if we are classified as the naive you know so be it we will be naive to the world but we will be wise in the word of god you know we won't take the wisdom of the world we will take the wisdom of god and the wisdom of god says that if i believe god for healing that healing comes my way hallelujah and so we see here that your feast is he sent his weight and heal all of their diseases that's your feast that's your enjoyment that's what you should be resting on and uh, that god sent his weight and heal all of their sicknesses he heal all of our sicknesses god sent his weight you know that's what we are feasting on you know your feast is no evil shall befall me no plague shall come near my dwelling place that's your feast that's what you are enjoying your uh, your life on we should go ahead and feast on the table of his weight than worry about when is the virus hitting us it will not hit you it will not hurt you you shall not die but you shall live and declare the praises of the lord The only time you will die it's when you have finished your assignment here on earth. Amen. Are we happy about it? You know the only time we will check out of this world is when we have finished our assignment. But before we finish our assignment we are we won't die. We have a job to do. You know and we won't stop doing that job. You know we won't go on leave on that job. We will continue doing the job because that's what God created us to do. Amen. And so we should not be concerned about all this or that. We should concentrate on our assignment. Yeah. Concentrate Uh, we should concentrate on our assignment instead of trying to save our lives you know concentrate on your assignment what is it that god has called you to do 
You know, what is it that God wants you to do? Concentrate on that. You know, and be active on that. Never pull back. Never say, oh, there is sickness out there and I will, I will stop doing what I am doing. I will stop preaching, you know, because it's very dangerous out there. If I come to church, oh, I might contract uh, the virus. Look here, I will come to church, you know. And as I am preaching the gospel, every virus that touches my body dies instantly. There is instant death on it. Why? Because I am concentrating on what God has called me to do. Amen? Yeah. And so, let us not pull back on what we are supposed to do. When the devil wanted to kill Jesus, you know what Jesus told him? He told him that his time had not yet come. Yeah. And here is the devil. He wanted to kill him. But Jesus told him that, look here, you know, uh, my time is not here. Now, your time has not come in Jesus' name. I say your time has not come in Jesus' name. I say your time has not come in Jesus' name. You believe it? Yeah. You're not going anywhere. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm not going anywhere. In, uh, and tell your neighbor that, Oh, you know what? I'm still staying put. I'm still staying put. Because my assignment is not yet finished. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, look at what the Bible tells us. Let's turn to uh, Luke chapter 13, verse 31. Luke chapter 13, verse 31. Now, this is Jesus. He's talking about Jesus here. And the Pharisees came to him. Luke 13, verse 31. And that very hour, some Pharisees came and said to him, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. Now, who came to Jesus? Eh? The Pharisees. Yeah. The Pharisees, eh? came to Jesus and said, get away from here for Herod wants to kill you. The Pharisees were religious people. You know, the, the, the challenge that you will face, it will come from the religious people. Yeah, it will come from the religious people. Yeah. And uh, so it is the Pharisees who are supposed to know better. You know, but they came to Jesus and said that Jesus, uh, Herod wants to kill you. You better save your life. Get away from here. You know, when, when it was announced here in South Africa that, oh, churches can open up. Yeah, and then we had others who said, oh, it's too dangerous. We can't go there. And then when it was announced that, the bottle stores and the liquor stores are now open. People were celebrating. 
You know, they had temperance and they were celebrating. There was no social dance. They were celebrating and they were going there in abundance. You know, and while the religious people are saying, it's still dangerous. We have not reached the peak. Let us stay at home. You know, keep ourselves at home. I'm, and I'm saying that, you know, people who don't know the Lord, they are celebrating about uh, their stuff. And we who are supposed to be knowing the Lord are saying, oh, it's too dangerous. Let us not go there. Yeah. It's the modern day Pharisees. Yeah, the modern day Pharisees. Yeah. And then are trying to keep themselves at home. Yeah. And uh, while there is an opportunity to come and serve the Lord and say, oh, it's, it's, it's too dangerous. Let us keep ourselves, you know, out there. Tell me, is your God bigger than a virus or is it a virus bigger than God? Eh? God is bigger. Yeah, God is bigger. I told you that these are the days of miracles. These are the days whereby you are to see that God is real. There is no faking anything around now. Hallelujah. And so, what happened? Here they said to Jesus, the Pharisees, the religious people, you know, said to Jesus, get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. You know, go and quarantine yourself somewhere, Jesus. Go and hide your, some, uh, your, 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 yourself somewhere, because Herod wants to kill you. You know, now, let's learn from the answer of Jesus. What did Jesus say? You know, he said to them, in verse 31, go and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow and the third day I finish my course. <laughs> I like Jesus. Yeah. He says, go and tell that fox. He does not even respect yeah, that this is the king. He says, Go and tell that fox. He wants to kill me. Go and tell that fox that today I will uh, preach the gospel and I will heal the sick, do miracles, you know, and tomorrow. And then I will finish my course on the third day. Yeah. So uh, he was saying that go and tell him that I am not going anywhere. I am not going to hide away. You know, I will continue to do the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. And that's how we should be as children of God. Are you listening to me? You know, that's what we should be, you know, understanding as children of God that I am here to do my assignment. I am here to do the work of God. Let me tell you, as long as you concentrate on your assignment, you are safe. Yeah. yeah. The Bible talks about he who tried to save his life will lose it. You know, he who uh, 
who will lose his life for the kingdom's sake will save it. Yeah. It's actually, it's when you're trying to uh, pull away from saving God, when you're trying to pull away from doing the will of God, uh, because you say it's dangerous out there, I won't do the work of God. That's when God says that you will lose it. And so we need to be concentrating on what God has called us to do. You know, and to do that. And to walk in it. You know, because that is what will save our lives. So Jesus said, Go and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow. And the third day I finish my course. And he says, nevertheless, I must go on my way today and tomorrow. And the following, and the day following. For it cannot be that a prophet, a, a, a prophet should perish away from Jerusalem. Now, what was Jesus saying here? Jesus was saying that, uh, I know that I came here on earth to die at the cross. To be crucified. That is my assignment. You know, but I'm not going to be crucified before my time. Yeah. And then I'm going to be crucified in Jerusalem, prophesy. He says, that's my assignment. And so, I am not going to bother about that. Yeah. And so, he was saying that I will just stick to what I am called to do. What I came here on earth to do. And nobody will take my life before my time. And nothing will take my life before my time. And child of God, this is the word of the Lord for you. That nobody will take your life before your time. No devil will take your life before your time. No sickness will take your life before your time. No enemy will take your life before your time. You will live your life to the fullest. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. Amen. And so that's what we see here. Yeah. Jesus told the Pharisees to tell Herod that he's not going to stop his mission. And you know what? The devil wants you to stop what God has called you to do. You know, he wants you to stop doing the work of God. He wants you to stop inviting people to church. He wants you to stop sharing the gospel. He wants you to stop being in praise and worship. He wants you to stop ushering. He wants you to uh, go there and just lie back and say, Oh, it's dangerous. I will lie on my, on my bed. While you could come and serve God. Of course, we are doing our rotational attendance here. I understand. You know, but when it's your time to come to church, it's your zone. You say, oh, what an opportunity. I will grab it with both hands. I will come to church. Amen. You know, that's what we should be doing. Hallelujah. Yeah. So we should continue to work until, uh, our, until we won't stop until we finish what God has called us to do. We should not stop doing God's work. We should not stop coming to church. We should not stop praying. You know, we will not die because our time is not yet. 
We are safe as long as we are doing God's work. So Jesus said, go and tell that fox. You know, he never showed Herod any respect. Yeah. Do not show respect to any devil that would want to stop you doing the mission of God. Are you listening to me? Don't show any respect that would want to stop you uh, doing the mission of God. Tell that virus where to get off. Stop it on its track as you do the will and the purpose of God. Jesus was busy with his cause of casting out devils and healing the sick. He never allowed the devil to stop him until he is done. Jesus was concentrating on the bright side of life. You know, he was not scared. Oh, the dark side of life was saying, Herod wants to kill you. He never concentrated on that. He concentrated on the bright side of life. And that is seeing the miracles happening. Seeing God doing great wonders. Seeing people being here. That is the bright side of life. And that is what we should be concentrating on. Amen. You know, and as a church, we're concentrating on what God is doing, not on what the devil wants to do. You know, I mean, we've been doing a lot. You know, our campuses are improving. You know, uh, 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 we bought tents for those that uh, started. Now they're enjoying it. You know, you should see the photos that they are sending me, Pastor. We are every, It's winter. At least we are in a in a nice place. It's warm in here. We're having a good service. The work is continue. You know. We just bought a bus now. You saw it and posted on, on Facebook, right? You know, another edition. You know, we are continuing to do the work of God. You know, and we are buying buildings for the kingdom of God. We are not stopping and we are not slowing down. And we will not slow down. We will continue to do the work of God. Nothing will stop us. We will continue to do the work of God. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's what we are here for. The only time we'll stop is when we are done. When we are done, uh, and now we can go home because we are done. But as long as there are people to be saved, you know, as long as there are people to be shared to with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, we will continue doing the work of the Lord. And we will never be sidetracked in any way. Religious people will never take away our attention from doing what God has called us to do. Hallelujah. It's exciting to serve the Lord. Yeah, thinking about today as we are meeting here in all our campuses, church is going on. People are getting saved. You know, that is great. Amen. You know, last Sunday... I went to Sudwari, you know, which started, uh, I think, just after, uh, uh, is it during lockdown or after lockdown? And it was great just to be there, you know, to see uh, the work and uh, what God is doing there and the people that are excited about. I'm telling you that it just blessed my heart that the work is continuing. You know, and we will never slow down. 
we will just concentrate on what God has called us to do. Yeah. So also, with yourself, never be sidetracked in any way. Especially by fear. Never allow fear to sidetrack you and to stop you and to silence you. You know, focus on what God is doing. Hallelujah. And so, Jesus was concentrating on the bright side of life. Saving God and doing the will of God is the bright side of life. Being in the center of God's will is the bright side of life. The safest place to be is in the center of the will of God about your life. Did you hear that? The safest place to be is right in the middle of the will of God about your life. You know, that is the safest place to be. Isaiah 1 verse 19. Let's look at it. This is what God is saying here. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Yeah. So if you're, if you're doing what? If you are willing and obedient, so you have to be willing and you have to be obedient. Yeah. Then what will happen? You will eat the good of the land. So, uh, and it says, but if you refuse and rebel, you shall be eaten by the sword. You will be eaten by coronavirus. You know, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. So what do you want to be? Willing and obedient or refuse and rebel? Willing and obedient. Amen? You know. So the bright side of life is eating the good of the land. God says that you shall eat the good of the land. The dark side of life is to be eaten by the sword. And that is to die. So I choose to look at being willing and obedient to God and His way. When God says, serve me, I will serve Him. It is in serving Him that I am protected. It is in serving Him that I enjoy His provision. It is in serving Him that I enjoy His divine healing and health. I should enjoy the food on the table than being worried about the presence of my enemies. Look here. The church is doing well. As a church we said that we will serve God. We will, do, we will concentrate on what God is doing. What God has called us to do. And guess what? The church never suffered anyway. Never suffered any loss. You know, God continued to provide for the church who are well taken care of because God says, sees that, you know what, we are concentrating on doing the will of God. That we refuse to be silent in any way. Amen? And that's how it should be in our personal lives. You know, that let us do the will and the plan of God and God will take care of you. God will provide for you. Yeah, even when they say, oh, there are no jobs there, God will create a job for you. Yeah. You know, because you are saving Him. 
because you are doing his will and because you are obedient you are willing and obedient to him God will take care of you hallelujah so it is in serving him that I enjoy his divine healing and health I should enjoy the food on the table than being worried about the presence of my enemies the best thing we can do is to ignore our enemies. Ignore the challenge. The best thing to do is to enjoy the food that God prepared for us. With God, you are on the winning side. With God, you are on the living side. I say with God, you are on the winning side. With God, you are on the living side. You shall not die, but you shall live to declare the praises of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. Verse 1 to 5. Beloved, do not believe every spirit. But test the spirit to see whether they are from God. Eh? Don't believe every spirit. Yeah, even Christians will try to put fear on you. Don't believe that spirit. Are you with me? You know, uh, test if this spirit is of God. You know, any spirit that says don't go to church, it should not be a spirit of God. Any spirit that says, oh, church is very dangerous there. Look here, you have a comorbidity. You have a comorbidity and you need to look after ourselves. You say, you, say, you know what? That's where, that's where I need to be. You know, because that's where my healing is. That's where my provision is. That's where my, uh, oh, my, my life is. Hallelujah. Yeah. And so, test every spirit, whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. Yeah. But this, by this you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming, and now it's in the world already. The spirit of Antichrist is working against Christ. It's working against what Christ wants to do. It's working against the church. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them, for he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. There is a spirit of Antichrist that is bringing the, a dark side of life. And that there is a spirit of Christ that is bringing bright side of life. We should not believe every spirit. Every spirit that is opposing what God is doing is not from God. Spirit of Christ agrees with the word of God. You know, this is the bright side of life. It is the side of the word of God. 
Philippians 4 verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. In other words, it's like God is saying, You didn't hear me the first time. Let me say it again. He says, Again, I say, rejoice. So what should we be doing? We should be rejoicing. Amen? You know, and how often should we be rejoicing? Once a week? No, always. Every time. You rejoice. Amen? Why? Because we are focusing on the bright side of life. Now, in the message translation says this. It says, celebrate God all day. Celebrate God all day. The whole day, you just celebrate God. You know, the whole day, you just celebrate the goodness of God. That God is with me. God is taking care of me. God is protecting me. God is guarding me. God is, has sent His angels around my life. I will not fear. Wherever I go, I go with the angels of God. Wherever I am, I am guarded by the angels of God. They are protecting me against all evil. That God is taking care of me. That's what you should be concentrating on. That's what we should be celebrating all day long. Hallelujah. That God is with us. Amen. Now the easy to read version says. ERV. Always be filled with joy in the Lord. It says always. Eh? Be filled with joy in the Lord. I will say it again. Be filled with joy. Now uh, the Passion Translation says. Be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. Let joy overflow. For you are united with the anointed one. Oh, I like it. Yeah. It says, let joy do what? Overflow. You know, let joy overflow in your life. Why should it overflow? Because you are united with the anointed one. You know. You are united. You are together with the anointed one. You are having Christ with you. You are living in Christ. And Christ is living in your life. Greater is he that is in you. Than the one that is in the world. Greater is Christ in your life. Than any coronavirus. That is out there. Christ is greater. We are to celebrate the greatness of God in our lives. That Christ is with us. He's greater. He's in our lives. You know, hallelujah. And that is living our lives in the bright side of life. That God, you're taking care of me. God, you're protecting me. God, you're guarding me. God, you're helping me. God, you're sustaining me. You know, God, you are, you're helping me to move on. You know, to move forward. Praise God. So, 
God says that He is greater and He is in our lives. He is greater and He is in us. And so He will be with you, child of God. He will sustain you. He will protect you. He will help you. He will guide you. He will order your steps. He will direct your path. He will give you ideas, great ideas of how to do things. He will elevate your life. Your life will be better. Your life will be greater. Your, your life will always do well. Because it's inside of you. You are united with the anointed one. You are together with the anointed one. You are joined together with the anointed one. He is there for you. He is there to guide you. And he will guide you. He will lead you into greener pastures. He will direct your path. He will protect you against all evil. He will be there for you. You will never die. You will never get sick. But you will be strong. Your body is strong. Your body has been strengthened by the greater one in you. Your body is being made well. It's being shielded and delivered by the power of the Holy Spirit. Because the greater one is in you. Hallelujah. Let's give him praise. Let's give him praise. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. We thank God. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father, that you are greater and you are living in the inside of us. You are bigger, God. We are grateful, God. And Father God, we want to pray right now for people who might be here. And maybe they are not born again. We want to pray for people that God, that might be watching through live stream. And maybe they are not born again. Lord, we want to pray that today they be born again. In the name of Jesus Christ. While every eye is closed, every head is bowed. Maybe you are here today and you say, Pastor. I've been invited to church, and but I don't have a relationship with God. Can you please pray for me? I want Jesus. Or maybe you're watching through live stream, and you say, Pastor, can you please pray for me? To Jesus, I want to pray for you. If that is you, in this building, you say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Just raise up your hand right now. And I will see your hand and I will pray for you. And God will bless you. Thank you so much, sir, for your hand that I see. Is there anyone else? You're saying, Pastor, please pray for me. Just lift up your hand right now. Uh, lift it up high. Thank you so much for your hand that I see. Now, I want to pray with you. Can I ask you to stand uh, right there say maybe come forward come and come come forward right now I'm going to pray for you right now and also those that are watching by you know uh, on the program I want to pray for you right now that the power of God would be there upon your life in the name of Jesus Christ it can come uh, right here God bless you now I want you to I want, I want you to say this prayer with me right now, even as we pray. And also those that are watching through live stream, you want to give your life to Jesus, say this prayer with me right now. 
follow me in this prayer. Father God, today I realize that I need you in my life to be my Lord and my Savior. I ask you God that you forgive me for all my sins. Wash me by your blood. Make me your child because I love you. Thank you, Jesus, for washing away every sin in my life. Thank you, Jesus, for making me your child. Today, I am born again. I am on my way to heaven in Jesus' name. And I make a commitment that I will serve you. I will live for you. Because I love you. In Jesus name. Amen. Father I pray for. Ndato right now. I pray that Father you be with him. By your spirit. And everyone watching Lord. Those that are given their, have given their lives to you. I pray that you touch them. I pray that God your hand of grace. Be upon their lives. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, mighty God, for being with them by your spirit. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time, even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzi. Also, visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com. God richly bless you.